welcome to the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello and welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, my name is Brittany. I'm a Catholic wife and mom of three boys, ages five, two and a half, and almost 11 months. He's getting so old. He is going to have that big birthday this summer, and it's crazy. It goes so fast. Um, and I'm a personal trainer and group fitness instructor, prenatal postpartum specialist, and I have a sports nutrition certificate. You probably all know all of these things if you have been with me from day one or at least have backtracked now <laughs> and maybe listen to some other episodes, which I encourage you to do if you're a newer listener because there are a lot of topics that I've covered that I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to do another episode on that unless something has changed on it. So what you'll notice too, I definitely have done that with my grocery episodes and things like that because I'm like, oop, that's changed. Oops, that's changed, which is going to happen a couple years down the road. So also, if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to cover, I so appreciate getting them from you. I love to crowdsource them. Takes half the battle away from me <laughs> from having to come up with podcast ideas, which I really, if you've been here again for any amount of time, I could talk about anything health and fitness all day long. So we literally just need to shout out a topic and I'll be good, um, which I'll just get into today because I'm very excited. I don't talk about this very often, but this comes up so much with clients, so, so much, especially with one-on-one -on -one clients. So I'm like, you know what? We need to talk about this. I pulled up some articles for you ladies so that it's not just me talking about this. Always, always you want to talk to a doctor if you think something might be off with your hormones or thyroid or anything like that. And a lot of those things are a lot more common than you think. I actually, because um, usually I'm advising these things and then totally dropping the ball on doing them for myself. But I did recently go get blood work done and went to my doctor to talk about things because I was feeling pretty tired, like chronically, like like pretty exhausted all the time. And I was like, is this just my life now? Am I just a mom of three? And I am just always gonna be this tired. And it turns out like everything was great and my iron was a little bit low. And that's exactly what I was wondering. I'm like, I wonder if it's just something easy, like a little bit low iron or then I thought like maybe it's something bigger like my thyroid or, or whatever. So it's always good to get things checked out if you even to just be able to like cross things off to take something off the table. Like, OK, well, it's not that it's not that like process of elimination. But if we are talking to about fat loss specifically, and you're like, why are things not moving? Like I feel like I'm doing everything right. I'm eating pretty healthily. I'm doing my workouts, but I'm like, it seems so stubborn. It's not going anywhere. And it's been a long time because a lot of times this happens the first couple weeks. This will happen when we start off an eight-week program where the clients will get going, they'll get their macros in place, they'll start the workouts, and then it's, you know, a week and a half in. They're like, I haven't seen any change. I'm like, okay, you do need weeks to bank up, you know, and it just takes time. I've talked about that a ton, where you just need to work the plan and stop hovering over progress. However, if it's been eight weeks, it's been 12 weeks, and nothing's happening, that's abnormal. That is not a normal occurrence. And what sometimes is the very hidden factor is what is going on under the surface? Like, what is going on with your body? And the only things we can really go off of, because if we we're not doing blood work and we don't know what, like, the deep dive behind everything, 
all we can know is what you are, what your like normal bodily functions are. So for example, when I check in with my clients who are my one-on-one training clients, whether we're working together with just macros or just workouts or both, we email at the end of every week to check in and I will say, how was your sleep this week? How was your water intake? And Sometimes it seems like out in left field, like, why do you care about my sleep? I'm paying you only to tell me how to do my workouts. It matters. It totally matters because you're, we talked about the pillars of health. That was a very um, early on episode in this year. And we need to have the pillars in place before we can worry about everything else. If you're coming to me being like, I just really want to be able to do a pull-up and you're sleeping four hours a night and you're waking up early to try to do these pull-ups, like, is that the best thing for your overall health? And more more often than not, the exact scenario, which is prompting this recording for the episode, is a client will come to me who's in a really vicious cycle of a super tight schedule. They're like, I have no time for sleep. They drink a ton of coffee a day or just a ton of caffeine, whatever that looks like, to keep up with this crazy schedule and lack of sleep. And then they want to report to me. They're so excited to tell me that they woke up at 4.30 a.m. all week to get their workouts in. They're like, well, I went to bed at like midnight because I had a bunch of projects for work, but I still got up at four and I did my workout and then did it up. But you're not seeing any progress. The, the fat is staying where it is. The scale doesn't budge. Like the inches aren't going anywhere. So that's not helping you out. But why? That So that's the thing. It's it can then put, it's a very frustrating position for the client to be in because it's like, I'm doing all of these things, so why aren't I seeing a budge? This is what we need to understand about how the body works. You could be doing a, a huge disservice to yourself by like sticking with that rat race where that would be better and more beneficial for you. It would be more beneficial for you and your body for you to not do that workout and to sleep a little bit longer. If you are literally routinely sleeping four hours a night, and then just shoving caffeine down your throat because you're doing so much damage to your insides and your hormones and disrupting just the way your body's supposed to run. And then you're thinking it's a healthier thing to add more stress on the body through a workout. And it's it's not good. It's <laughs> like you're heading toward the edge of a cliff here. So let's bring in, again, some outside sources, as promised. Um, and we're going to talk about hormones. And I'm not going to give you the puberty talk here, <laughs> but we do need to revisit well, some of these things do because we kind of do forget. I forget. Um, I'm not often, although I know the body pretty well, I'm not often talking about the endocrine system or different, you know, hormone disruptors and things like that. So the body does need a range of different hormones to function properly. This is according to healthline.com. Okay. Hormones are responsible for many bodily functions, including metabolism and appetite, growth, body temperature, sexual function, drive, and reproduction, heart rate, blood pressure, and sleep and wake cycles. Okay. The number one that it listed was metabolism and appetite. So if you're trying to eat in a calorie deficit and trying to ignore cravings and you are messing with your metabolism and appetite by not sleeping or by disrupting hormones in other ways, this is a major problem. Like you're literally throwing grenades at yourself while you're trying to do something good, <laughs> okay? Uh, still according to the website, mm, sorry, there we go. The production and function of many hormones in the body are influenced by other body functions like sleep. I might have already read that, don't know. Sleep regulates 
here's the meat of it. Sleep regulates the level of cortisol, which is a steroid hormone produced by the adrenal glands. It's also known as the stress hormone. Cortisol helps regulate other hormones in the body. Usually when we hear it, it's a bad thing because we're like, oh, the cortisol's up. Oh, cortisol's up. So what is supposed to happen? And this is still according to the website. And this is according to Sarah Gottfried, who is a doctor, a clinical assistant professor in the Department of Integrative Medicine and Nutritional Sciences at Thomas Jefferson University. She says, okay, when you relax and sleep well and wake up feeling restored, your cortisol reaches a peak within 30 minutes of waking up. The peak sets off your other hormones, including your thyroid and estrogen. On the flip side, when you don't, okay, this is me talking. This is not the quote anymore. So if you sleep well and you're rested, your cortisol is supposed to peak in the morning, sets off all your other hormones, and then levels off. Then it's not high and crazy. You're peaking the rest of the day. If you don't sleep well, the opposite is true. You don't get that peak of cortisol in the morning, so your body just keeps pumping it all day. And this is when people say like, oh, when you're stressed, cortisol is high, right? Like your, your body's trying to figure out where the peak is and it's not getting there. So this can disrupt the flow between estrogen and progesterone. This is back according to Gottfried. It can disrupt the flow between estrogen and progesterone, which might cause your thyroid to slow down, which can affect your metabolism by slowing it down. That's not great. <laughs> so we're setting off like this whole domino effect Setting ourselves up for literally an uphill battle, like running against the wind because we are not sleeping enough. Um, The article goes on to say that sleep disruption or poor sleep can directly affect the production and levels of hunger hormones in the body. This can disturb hunger, appetite, and food intake, potentially leading to weight gain. Oh, man. And then more and more just brings on what other hormones are responsible for and how we are messing things up by not sleeping a lot. So... My takeaway and what I try to explain clients, because what they don't want to hear is what I think you should do is stop doing your crazy morning workouts and get more sleep because that's harder to solve, admittedly. And I know I am sitting here with three kids talking to some of you who have seven kids or 10 kids and eight kids and however many kids. (laughs) And you're like, Brittany, I can't like find more sleep or find more time in my day. And and I know sleep is such a, uh, you know, a fleeting thing. My child, beautiful, world's best baby, um, who I just talked about is, you know, almost 11 months and was up three times last night. I know. I need to just do a sleep program. So (laughs) don't DM me about that. I know that he should be sleeping through the night by now. But like, I know that it's not always within our control, but could it be? That's what I just want to prompt you with, with this podcast is like, if you're truly searching and on the on the path to try to find the most optimal health, this is not something to just bypass and think, oh, I don't need to care about that. I just need to push harder. I just need to go harder. You're literally going to lead yourself to exhaustion and you are making it harder on yourself. You're making it actually physically harder to say no to cravings because you, you don't, your normal like craving suppressors are not working. They're not firing up like they normally are because you're so tired <laughs> and we've again to set off this bad chain reaction. So again, nobody wants to hear and none of my clients ever want to hear, you know what, just cool it on the workouts, get more sleep. But is there another way? This is such a multi-level problem that it's like, I cannot possibly know 
how to tell you to adjust your schedule in a way that can make this happen. But if it is not a newborn keeping you awake, if it is the way that your life is structured, like what needs to change? Because if you have your, if you don't have your health, you really have nothing. And that's just so true and becoming all the more true. And the fact that if we're not proactive about our health, it's just going to make us have to be reactive to it later. That is what motivates me when I'm like, nope, I don't have time to sleep more or nope, I don't have time to work out or nope, I don't have time to whatever. Okay, if you don't make time for your health now, you're going to have to make time for sickness later because that's typically the way things go, right? We want to keep ourselves functioning in optimal health. So for many clients I've worked with, this is again, not always the case. A lot of times we just need to take a look at time management. Many times it's well, then I had to run to the store to get this thing for their project because it was the next day or then I had to make cupcakes for this. And if there was a little bit more organization to the week where you could look at your week before it begins and think, okay, Thursday I have to bring cupcakes to this thing. So I'm going to need to make sure I grocery shop on Tuesday. I'll just make them on Wednesday so they're ready to go for Thursday morning. Like it just takes a little bit more back back end work there. And I'm totally speaking from personal experience because I noticed this when I had my second child was like, whoa, things are starting to get out of hand. Like now I can't, I can't keep all the balls in the air as much, not just because there's another, you know, child to take care of. It was also because like now I really needed systems in place. I couldn't fly by the seat of my pants as much of like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday tomorrow. I'm going to throw my one kid in the car. We're going to go to the store and grab a gift real quick. It's like, wow, this all just became a lot more of a production for me to pull off last minute things. And that, you know, absolutely just lended itself to me feeling like a chicken with my head cut off, running around, just always doing the next thing. Like it was like, oh, this is tomorrow. I need to do this right now. Where I'm absolutely not perfect at this, but I just realized so much how I needed systems that I, I started trying to look at those places where I felt like a chicken with my head cut off. I was like, what can I do differently, right? Identifying those pain points. That was a recent podcast. And figuring out how to move past them, not running into the same wall every single week. So I'm like, okay, why does it always seem like people's birthdays sneak up on me? What if every single month, May 1st, June 1st, July 1st, I look at the month and whose birthdays are coming up and then I order all of their gifts on Amazon or wherever I'm ordering them from on that day and then I'm ready to go for everyone for the month. And then I realized even one month like, oh, this works for everyone except for my niece who's on March 5th or something like that. It's not even March 5th. It's a little, (laughs) whatever, whatever. There's some month where somebody has a really early birthday. I'm like, oh shoot, I wasn't ready for this one. Maybe I need to back this up to do two months before. So I'm just a little bit more prepared and not running around like a nutcase to Walmart at 11 p.m. And then being like, oh, now I have to wake up, do my workout at 5 a.m. and blah, 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 blah. Just took a little more pre-thought to then like be able to run things a little more seamlessly. And those of you listening who have great systems in place and who have realized this, I so appreciate you affirming this because I will get so many emails from seasoned moms who are way more seasoned than me being like, yup, this is exactly what I had to do too. I realized I couldn't just do laundry whenever I felt like it. Like I needed a system of I'm going to do a batch every day or I'm going to do laundry Monday, Wednesday, Friday or whatever it is. Like it, if you have systems in place and know what you're doing when you're supposed to be doing it, for the most part, of course, life throws its wrenches in there. 
then you might you might just have a little more time to sleep, a little more time to relax before you go to sleep. What can you cut out? What does is not essential? What does not need to be done? That's another great, great book I can recommend to you is Essentialism by, I believe it's Greg McCowan. Don't know if that's how you say his name. <laughs> I butcher pronunciations all the time on here. But it was so great when I read it. Like, yes, what is essential and what is not? And a lot is not essential. So your health and well-being and quality of life is, and it totally affects not only your hormones that we've talked about, but the, your mood, and that's going to factor into your interactions with everyone around you, which is also what we're talk about, talking about all the time on this podcast is to help you live life to the fullest, not being cranky and overweight and tired and sludging through the day and not knowing you know, what you're quote unquote doing wrong, you're just working against what your body wants to do. So how can we work with our bodies instead? What can we do? What can we control to work with our bodies to get them to their healthiest? And maybe that's for something, you know, that's a springboard that you need to now bring to your doctor or a functional nutritionist, like a more, um, you know, holistic nutritionist going that route, but getting you to function at your optimal health. Okay. Thank you so much. And I appreciate hanging out with you as always. If you've not rated and reviewed the podcast, I haven't asked you to do that in a while. I would really appreciate it. I love reading your comments. It's so nice to hear what you are liking or what's resonating with you. And if you would also just like to shoot your comments to me privately, fitmomlife to the fullest at gmail.com, that is awesome too. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you next time.